0: Hello, this is me, Toku, and everyone we know, a podcast about friends watching Japanese science fiction and fantasy media. I'm Kyle. And I'm Quincy. And Quincy, we have the head of a podcaster, but we are a champion of humanity. What did we just watch? (laughs) We
1: watched um, Leopard Man, Jaguar Man, and Kaiketsu Lion Maru, (laughs) which are a bunch of Showa tokusatsu's about men with cat heads.
0: They really are. So, P Productions is the company behind these strange things, and they went through a long-ass production cycle to get to one that worked. So, what we watched this week was uh, Jaguar Man first, a uh, a show about a space superhero with a cat head. Uh, Hill Man, or Leopard Man, a show about a um, Frankenstein superhero with a cat head. And Lion Maru, a show about a samurai with a cat head, all are by P Productions. Uh, Jaguar Man and uh, Leopard Man never actually aired, so we've got some weird leaked pilots. (laughs) And uh, Lion Maru was pretty successful. ran for two seasons. And again, much like uh, Just Beyond, very popular in Brazil.
1: I think what's fascinating is you can see the um, refining of concepts when you watch all three in a row. Because, um... Lion Maru kind of has everything that his predecessors lacked you can see at first the um, the costume head is very rough it's just like a plastic um, like almost vacuum formed head and then with the next one it's more plush it's like a mascot head and then fine but there's still some kind of rough edges and then finally you get, lion maru who has both a head and a good costume because um jaguar man just has a swole jaguar body he's just in a muscle suit with a head and then with lion maru you have not only the lion head but like a yeah like a full ass costume whereas the previous just had a cake. so you kind of see like that evolution um i have to say i'm disappointed that both uh leopard man and jaguar man are only one episode each because both end on cliffhangers and i was sucked in enough that i was ready to watch the next episodes
0: yeah i mean they're basically the same series um at the core of it. they have the same cast the same like main characters you've got um the, the teenage boy, I think his name is Haru, that uh, in both shows is like a boy detective. Um, his friend Chitsuru, who is the, uh, the girl of the team that is uh, the daughter of a prominent scientist, and a bratty kid named Kibo. Um, in the Jaguar Man version, these are just like some random friends that bump into Mr. Galaxy, who is the Clark Kent alter ego of the Jaguar Man. Um, <laughs> who has come and, to Earth from planet Babylon?
1: you know, planet Babylon
0: and is here to fight the evil underground magma empire, yeah, the villains
1: are very reminiscent to me of just beyond villains they're um just beyond and later uh metalder villains because it is a great big, bad villain who doesn't do much. Then, like, a major lieutenant who, you know, follows the orders. Uh, because, again, um, the, the main big bad is a lava rock that has a mouth. Very Olmec of Legends of the Hidden Temple for American viewers. Um, then you have your lieutenant, and then you have the goon of the week, who's just a random guy that's sent out to fight. Um, unfortunately because these are pilots we don't really get to see that formula play out but it's very tropey so we, you can kind of pick up really quickly that that's where it's headed
0: yeah um, i want to say that the design carries over between Jaggerman and Leferman because a lot of the props are recycled and a lot of the stock footage is recycled so yeah the uh the magma god in both shows is just a big face made out of rocks in the ground with like fire pouring out of it when it talks yeah it's simple but cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the Toyota minibus <laughs> features heavily into <laughs> all of these. It is so
1: cool. Uh, again, I really appreciate how toyetic um, these shows are because they're very clearly considering how are we going to market this to children. And the minibus that fits into the spaceship is very cool.
0: Okay, so Quincy, how does Jaguar Man work? That's our first of our three heroes.
1: So Jaguar Man is very much the, you just say the name and he shows up. It's very much like Golden Bat. Here is a little trinket of my image and you just call me and I'll show up and whip ass. Um, But uh, Leopard Man is a little different what is also interesting is in all three of these they're like hmm what do cat superheroes have ah yes speed there's never a cheetah man it's always other (laughs) big cats not known for running fast but that's what he, he can do it's also really interesting the effect they use for both um jaguar man and leopard man uh where he jumps and they use what's basically um they they do two D animation of the stills of the character to show him flying away, uh, which is fascinating. Um, I wouldn't say good, but just very interesting.
0: No, well, I mean, partially this is an internal pilot. Like it's there's a lot of effects are just done through matte paintings and animation, especially in uh, in uh, Leopard Man, Human. Man, Most of that show is just concept art and uh, storyboards.
1: Yeah, and also there's a lot of set pieces without much plot in Leopard Man. It is, look, he can shoot whiskers (laughs) like daggers uh, and kill (laughs) a spider. What does that have to do with the plot? Not quite sure, but this is going to come back later in the series.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so the Jaguar Man, he is an alien. You summon him by talking into the ring he gives you. He is a Clark Kent-ass, gormless private detective that runs away, runs super fast, and turns into a furry. He can grow to be a giant Ultraman-type hero to beat up monsters, but also we see him just kill one with a grenade down the throat as a normal-sized man. You know, (laughs) like you do. He also punches a motherfucking tooth
1: out of this dragon kaiju. And that's just very brutal, is he breaks teeth off at the gum line
0: so you get into uh the second pilot with uh with leopard man and according to the backstory i mean it's basically eight man it's if you've ever seen the anime from the 60s eight man it's the same concept or robocop for that matter it is the concept of robocop robocop had teen sidekicks um a brave detective is murdered by skeleton mobsters and a scientist finds him and rebuilds him into a human leopard for reasons, you know, for reasons,
1: for for mad science reasons,
0: using the quote regenerative powers of the leopard, which
1: <laughs> also we all know that leopards are very regenerative.
0: I think that's Wolverines, but still. <laughs>
1: uh, so a little tangent. I recently a little tangent. I recently found an old toy biz commercial. Um, of the transforming uh, x-men figures oh they're all marvel there's a a venom transforms into a bigger venom basically it's like a a wolf uh like a two-headed cerberus uh wolverine transforms into a wolf Signaling, perhaps, some of the earliest confusions of what a Wolverine actually is. This is also the toy the toy line where Frank Castle turns into a gun because the Punisher. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just thought I would point out that um, trans, trans-pacific, no one knows what animals actually do.
0: Sidebar to your sidebar, the Frank Castle turns into a gun. If you mistransform him, he just gets a rocket launcher come out of his crotch.
1: Oh, I'm very familiar with the dick gun. <laughs> sidebar to right. the sidebar of the sidebar. Uh, eventually, we're gonna to do Tokyo Gore Police, which actually does have a uh, monster with a cannon penis.
0: Man, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to go through a whole. We're gonna go through a whole like uh, year of just RoboGeisha, Tokyo horror. Gore police, uh, Maidroid versus hostroid it's gonna
1: happen um Tetsu the iron man
0: yeah we're gonna get to bullet man and people are just gonna stop listening <laughs> <laughs> this freewheeling goofy podcast will just get too bad too dark god we're a little punchy today folks because we're having some tech issues it's thanksgiving weekend and we watched some weird half-produced pilots so For that's real. just gonna happen so <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah um same basic core cast same basic concepts between the two they go a little more common ridery with uh with jaguar man
1: the cape is a lot more colorful again um it's a full upper half uh cat body so he's got a um it's a furry suit it's it's what people later adopted as furry suits.
0: he's got a lower half too he's got furry legs he's also wearing just like a speedo it's Really kind of a horny costume.
1: Very horny on main.
0: It's really a professional wrestler suit is what it looks like. It's it's like the uh, the Triple H Speedo and Boots combo. Yeah. And he's got sculpted abs. <laughs> yes, under his fur. Yeah, just
1: sculpted abs and pecs, but also flocked. It's yeah, really, uh,
0: fascinating. <laughs> just really predicting the way furry art would go in the 80s, Yeah, honestly.
1: another thing that's interesting is... They went ahead and made his jaw um, uh, puppetable. Is that the adjective for that? I don't, I don't, it's, it's an articulated jaw, which is interesting because they abandoned that in the next series with Lion Maru, but in this, they're like, you know what, we're going to make him growl and he can can growl and, and snarl at his enemies as well.
0: Yeah, the leopard man suit is surprisingly good. Um, yeah, it's probably
1: now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably the chestnut that is uh, the plague of every Toku series, which is budget. They made a puppet mouth, and then they realized, oh, we uh, that costs too much. We're just gonna make it a static um, mask.
0: Yeah. We we made the Puppet Mouth, now we have to maintain the Puppet Mouth and find people to operate the Puppet Mouth, and,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, the, the actual Produce series is, I'd say, better than, they, they learned a lot from their mistakes and they grew. So, I would say um, Lion Maru kind of grows from uh, the previous uh, pilots that don't work.
0: Yeah, so what we have is the first episode of Kaiketsu Line Maru. Um, it is released in America under the title Magic of the Ninja by Kids Classics Entertainment, a subsidiary of Good Times Entertainment, which later became GT Interactive when they got into video games, which later became Infogrames and Atari, and released Neverwinter Nights in 2000.
1: Tune in for the horny on main Lions stay for the video game trivia.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry about all that. Um, Good Times is, like, something I'm obsessed with because I had a lot of Good Times tapes as a kid. They grabbed the cheapest cop- the cheapest rights to the cheapest dubs of various tokusatsu and kaiju films and animes and just released random episodes of them at Toys R Us in the 80s.
1: And yet, as someone who is frequently watching fan dubs, this is not the most offensive dub job I've, I've listened to this huh. month.
0: It's pretty competent. Um, Mm -hmm. Shockingly not very Americanized. They keep the Japanese names intact as far as I can tell. Like, they do a better job keeping the names intact than most Shaw Brothers dubs.
1: Yeah, so the one thing that I'm disappointed about is uh, because this was just a single episode that made it on VHS in North America, there really isn't any other English source for this. So for a person who cannot read or speak Japanese like myself, this is about it. Because later in the series, uh, Lion Maru gets a Pegasus? Mm hmm and I'm, I'm just really bummed out that we didn't get to watch that episode.
0: Yeah, so um, Lion Maru's sort of crew that he rolls with, again, the same basic structure we had on the previous unproduced shows, um, with the exception they rolled the main cat hero into one of the teenagers, because that gave you a stronger connection to the hero. So you have teenage ninja Shishimaru, who turns into a lion-headed man named Lion Maru, His uh, girlfriend-slash-adopted sister, Sauri, who is textually noted as having the strength of ten men, but is constantly being kidnapped.
1: (laughs) You know, because uh, misogyny.
0: Yes. And Saori's shitty uh, younger brother, Kosuke, who has a magic flute that summons the pegasus, uh, Hikari Maru. Um. The enemy is Gosan, a giant lava face once again. (laughs) And later, there's a character named Tiger Joe, who is an evil ninja that gets turned into a tiger man by the villain, using also a magic sword.
1: So good. Uh, So, again, the lava monster, the uh, very metal heroes in that it's a small guy and big monsters instead of um, big guy and big monsters um but it 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 allows for a lot of um martial arts and jumping and kicking now i've been ruined by inframan because every time i see a toku hero with a bladed weapon i want um inframan or red man style dismantling of Daikaiju and we don't get that. He Lion Maru is a ninja with a sword, but it's just for for posing. He doesn't actually chop with the sword.
0: Yeah, well, part of that is because it is a children's show. So when he stabs someone, they just explode into, into pyrotechnics. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the, the a lot of uh, Lion Maru. They they dialed it back from this is a modern superhero story to being. A feudal Japan ninja story, first of all, but they kept a lot of the same elements. So you think you have the same actual like lava face prop, if I remember correctly. You get these skull faced ninjas as the villains, which in um, Leperman they had skull faced gangsters, um, and you get some similar concepts in the first episode to uh, to Jaguar Man, the uh, the monster of the week for the pilot of uh, Lion Man is a dude that digs and explodes out of the ground and then digs back into the ground, which is what the, uh, the first, like, lieutenant in Jaguar Man does briefly. And they just did it by, you know, having an actor burst up out of some sand and then reversing the film to make him sort back under yeah, it, which is cute. And I
1: have to say, the Skull Men um, are a big improvement to the Magma Men because, um, the Magma Men just have, uh, they're basically, um, uh sunglasses. They're not very impressive at all. It's very minimal. It's a guy in a frog suit with uh, tanning bed sunglasses on. Uh, so the skull uh, ninjas yeah. are way cooler uh, as bad guys. Also, you know, it pulls my uh, putty uh, trooper nostalgia.
0: Yeah. I love just a, a, a goon that's just a skeleton where a skeleton shouldn't be. A big sucker for, like, skeletons in spacesuits, skeletons in ninja costumes, skeletons in diving suits, whatever. Love it. Um, and, yeah, they, they uh, so the plot for the first episode of uh, Lion Man, you have these ninja kids who are trained to be magical ninjas, like, in a sort of Jedi-like manner from their uh, their mentor, who's an old elderly ninja that is the only person keeping back the, uh, the demonic Gosan go sends a bunch of skeleton assassins to uh, murder their master, succeeds, and everyone gets magical powers as a result. Um, they do some fighting, some stabbing, and uh, a lot of uh, cat mask posing. Yeah,
1: I have to say, um, it really strikes upon what was later refined better by um, later Sentai series, in that mm-hmm. teens get uh, martial arts mystical powers. I think... Um, Of course, Die Ranger, and uh, it's not Go Ranger. Which one is the Ninja one that we watched recently?
0: Uh, Hurricane Ranger,
1: Die Ranger, and Hurricane Ranger really uh, do this well in the Super Sentai shows. Uh, Which is also interesting because um, Sentai, Super Sentai, came from very much the more superhero science fiction spy focused and this is from a rival studio so i wonder if um there was a little bit of um borrowing or influence in those later uh sentai shows from lion maru
0: yeah i p productions who made lion maru um really was trying to later on make their own common rider a success They tried a couple times. We'll get to things like Touched Tiger 7, which combines the furries and the Kamen Rider aesthetic. And we'll also get to Karate Robot Zabargar, which is their direct Kamen Rider riff.
1: And is literally, what if Kamen Rider was the motorcycle and not just the guy who rides it.
0: The guy who rides the motorcycle in Zaburgar is kind of useless. He just tells Zaburgar
1: to do stuff. Zaburgar is very much a Pokemon. He is, uh, or, or for your JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, he's a Stand. Uh, the the guy who rides him, I don't even remember his name because he literally just <laughs> says in a microphone, "Zaburgar, do cool stuff," and Zaburgar does yeah.
0: it. He's a tiny Gigantor. <laughs> Golly. Um, but yeah, P Productions was always chasing that Kamen Rider dragon, that Toho dragon, that Toei dragon, that Tsuburaya dragon. They never got there. Um, but they had some cult hits. Lion Mario, like I said, has a full English dub, supposedly. Only one episode ever made it to market for various reasons, just distribution problems. But there's also a full Portuguese dub that ran in Brazil for two years, um... And it came back in 2006 there's a grim dark cyberpunk reboot of lion maru which i am extremely hyped about watching at some point lion maru g which features the reincarnations of the ancient ninjas as new actors that are younger and hotter and um are battling a evil dystopian megacorporation
1: I would be remiss to not bring up the very good um, Lion Mario action figure that's featured in Jimbo Madison's really cool coffee table book, So Crazy Japanese Toys. It's a 96 uh, figure, so it's definitely more of a fan figure than one that was for kids on the first run. But it has uh, real doll hair because a lion is a perfect vehicle for a uh you know actual haired uh action figure it's very good
0: (laughs) yeah um hot toys makes a real good lion mario if i remember correctly it's uh it's a pretty dope toy seeing some good sofubis also there's there's merch out there if you know where to look it's one of those shows that we don't hear about a lot in the u.s but it is it has a strong cult following um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, due to some uh, technical issues, I think we may have to uh, to wrap this one up at this point. I will see what I can salvage in editing. Oh boy. <laughs> and um, I'll do our outro here. Quincy, what do you want to do next time? Um, I want to watch the Grimdark <laughs> Lion Mario reboot. <repeat. laughs> All right. Then we'll be back in two weeks with uh, fucking Lion Maru G from two thousand six, the grimdark cyberpunk future of magical cat ninjas. In the meantime, um, where can folks find you on the internet, Quincy?
1: Uh, people can find uh, me and my other uh, horror movie podcast, Rank Vile, on Twitter um, at Rank and cast uh, where my co-host Ryan tweets. And on Instagram, at Rank and Vial, where I post uh, pictures of my Blu-ray collection.
0: Fantastic. And uh, you can find our show, of course, on Instagram, at Toku We Know. Twitter, at Toku We Know. It's pretty much the same content on both sites. Um, and, uh, yeah, until next time, try to take care of each other. Be kind to each other, folks. Thanks for listening to me and Toku and everyone we know. Our show comes out twice a month at TokuWeKnow.Cast.Rocks, and if I have built this correctly, you can also find us on Google, iTunes, and anywhere else that pods are cast. Our intro music is Friendship Blast OK by Ryan Boyd. Make sure to check out Ryan and Quincy's other show, Rank and Vile, at RankAndVile.Podbean.com. It's a spooky show about scary movies, and we'll see you in two weeks. Lion,
1: tobe, tobe, lion.